Earth Rangers! Earth Rangers! Earth Rangers! Hey Earth Rangers! Earth Ranger Emma here. I am super excited for our show today. Like, mega excited. Why? Well, I'm supposed to be working on a research project. The Secret Life of the Garden Snail. But you could say that I'm in desperate need of a break. So let's get this episode started. As I was saying, my Secret Life of the Garden Snail project isn't exactly super fun to work on. Why is that? Uh, well, take a listen to what I've got so far. Belonging to the glass gastropoda, the largest group in the phylum mollusca, the garden snail, or Cormu aspersum in Latin, is extremely common. The adult sports a hard shell with four to five whorls, featuring a reticulated pattern including brown, dark brown, and chestnut. Of all terrestrial snails, the garden snail is the most well-known and most... <sighs> common. Ugh, see? The problem is that garden snails don't have secret lives. They're, well, they're, you know, snails. There, I said it. My research project is as dull as dishwater. And so, Earth Rangers, it's time to shake up this dull day. It's time to get wacky and meet some extreme animals. Extremely cute, extremely fast, extremely interesting. Anything but boring. Sorry, snails. Fortunately, I have a whole lot of fascinating creatures in mind. Let's meet the first one with a game of Who Am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? This water-loving mammal is maybe one of the cutest creatures in the world. I'm talking cute to the extreme. Listen up. Who is this adorable individual? Any ideas? Well, stick around, and I'll tell you who it is later in the episode. Now, there's one creature I've been dying to learn more about ever since I saw it in my garden last summer. It's a truly extreme flyer, the hummingbird. In fact, there's someone here at Earth Rangers HQ who knows all about hummingbirds. And I bet he'd take us on a little hike outside to see if we can find one or two. Oh, hi, Emma. Can I borrow you for this week's podcast? For sure. What's up? Well, I know you're a bit of a hummingbird expert. Did you say hummingbird? Well, yeah. Oh, I just found the perfect place to spot hummingbirds. You want to go check it out? Amazing. Let's go. Follow me. Let's go outside. All right. Hey, did you know that hummingbirds are some of the smallest birds in the world? Actually, the bee hummingbird is the smallest bird in the world, but we're not gonna see one today because they're found in Cuba. Wow, you do know a lot about hummingbirds. We're just getting started. <sighs> Welcome to the meadow. <sighs> this is one of the places ruby-throated hummingbirds live. They also like parks and grasslands and gardens. I saw one last year in my garden. That's when I became fascinated with how they fly. Oh yeah, hummingbirds are extremely good flyers. They are light, tiny, and fast. Their wings beat more than 50 times per second. Actually, podcast listeners, let's do a little experiment. Emma, you can do it with me. Okay. Okay, all right. So I want you to spread your arms out wide Mm -hmm. And now clap your hands on top of your head like this. And bring your hands back down to the sides. 
Okay, got it. Basically, like a jumping jack without the jumping part. <laughs> Now, podcast listeners, let's do that 49 more times. Just pause the podcast real quick. I'll wait. Okay, we're back. Emma, you ready? 48, 49, 50! <sighs> All right. Now, if you were a hummingbird, this whole exercise would have taken you about one second. Whoa. That's how fast they are. That's amazing. And they can fly up, down, forwards, or backwards with incredible precision. Like a helicopter? Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Wait, is that a ruby-throated hummingbird there? Oh, yes, good eye. Yes, it is. See how it's drinking nectar from that tube-shaped flower? The hummingbird's beak is perfect for that kind of flower. And even though hummingbirds are small, they got a big appetite. Like how big? They visit between 1,000 to 2,000 flowers every single day. 1 to 2,000 every day? They need to eat so much because of their metabolism. That's how your body uses energy. And hummingbirds need a ton of energy. But do hummingbirds just drink nectar? Uh, no, they're actually omnivores, so they like to eat small insects as well. And another great thing about hummingbirds is that because they visit so many flowers every day, they help to pollinate them. That's amazing. Hey, Stefan, what can earth rangers do to encourage hummingbirds to visit their gardens? Well, we know that hummingbirds like these cone or trumpet-shaped flowers, so planting those is a great idea. And you can always get a hummingbird feeder, which you can just fill with sugar water uh, for the birds to drink. Gotcha. Give them a snack and they'll come to your garden. Well, thank you so much, Stefan. Yeah, for sure. This has been super interesting. Way more interesting than garden snails. <laughs> What's that? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Anyways, on to our next interesting animal. It's time for a countdown. Earth Rangers! Check out the top five extremely interesting sea creatures. If you want to see what they look like, you can follow along in the show notes at earthrangers.com slash podcast to see pictures of all these incredible critters. Top five extremely interesting sea creatures. Number five. The mantis shrimp. This amazingly colorful shrimp isn't just spectacular in the looks department, but also in the skills area. Mantis shrimp are crustaceans, and they are tough. They have raptorial appendages, super strong arms that make this shrimp an exceptional hunter. Sort of like an underwater praying mantis. Number four. Scotoplanes. These critters are a type of sea cucumber, but they're most commonly known as sea pigs. These chubby pink tube-shaped creatures can fit in the palm of your hand, but you'll never see one on land. They live in the very deepest parts of the ocean. Number three. Dumbo octopus. When you look at this octopus, it's obvious why it's called a Dumbo octopus. It has two fins on the side of its mantle that look just like big flappy ears. These are deep sea dwellers who enjoy eating snails and worms on the ocean floor. Number two. Leafy sea dragon. You might just swim past this Australian animal and mistake it for a floating clump of leaves. Talk about amazing camouflage. Leafy sea dragons are beautiful. They change in color from brown to yellow and have lovely leafy appendages. Number one. Gran Rojo jellyfish. This jellyfish is huge, like really, really gigantic. In fact, its name means big red. It can grow to be up to three meters across. And it doesn't have normal jellyfish tentacles, but instead has stubby little arms. 
This monster lives deep in the sea. And now, it's time for one more super extreme adventure. Are you ready? This one involves wearing a seatbelt and flying through the friendly skies. Wild and wacky wild animal facts. Wild and wacky animal facts. Wild and wacky animal facts. The good news is I've just given Bessie a tune-up and she's running better than ever. In more good news, we get to take a very cool trip to some very hot springs in New Zealand. Let's head out to the hangar. Ah, there she is, my trusty plane Bessie. Hop in. Since we don't have an in-flight movie, let's do the next best thing. It's time to find out the critter we met in. Who am I? Can you guess who made this sweet noise? It's time to guess. It's the sea otter. Yeah! Woo! Sea otters aren't just the cutest little things you've ever seen. They're also incredibly interesting. Did you know that even though these members of the weasel family live in the water most of the time, they aren't born knowing how to swim? It's true. An otter's mom will teach it to swim when they are 10 to 12 weeks old. The otter mom will start her baby in shallow water and gradually introduce it to deeper water. Ah, uh, otters are the best. Oh, and great news. According to Bessie's GPS, we're here. Buckle up, everybody. We're coming in for a landing. All right, Earth Rangers, welcome to Waiutapu, New Zealand. Ah, let's take a deep breath. <coughs> oh no, no, actually, do, do not, do not take a deep breath. The whole area smells like rotten eggs. Ew, but I guess that brings us to why we came here. We're here for one reason, the hot springs. Let's take a closer look. But you know, not too close. It's actually pretty dangerous. These geothermal pools are called hot springs for a reason. The specific hot spring we're here to check out is the Champagne Pool. It's called that because of the carbon dioxide that bubbles in the super hot water. The hot spring is about 65 meters wide and 62 meters deep. And the temperature, 75 degrees Celsius. That is hot, whew. Another interesting thing about this particular hot spring is the fact that it's orange around the edge. Seriously, it's amazing. It, it doesn't even look like it belongs on Earth, like it should be a lake on Mars. It turns out that orange color is actually created by sulfur and heavy metals. Okay, so it's a super hot habitat full of poisonous heavy metals. Surely nothing makes its home here, right? Wrong! Believe it or not, Earth Rangers, there is life in this ridiculously hot pool, and it's in the form of single-celled organisms called bacteria and archaea. These tiny creatures are thermophiles, meaning they thrive in heat. Now, I know what you're thinking. Emma, why does it matter if these teeny tiny creatures can survive in these extreme conditions? Well, because it shows us that life can exist in places we can't in places that seem really inhospitable. It means, astrobiologically speaking, that other planets that we think are inhospitable might just have life on them. 
And that is extremely interesting and cool. <sighs> what a day, Earth Rangers. This was certainly not boring. And guess what? It's going to get even more exciting because today I am proud to present the first three contenders for the best animal joke of all time! Hold on. Hello? Hey, Christina, are you ready to present the jokes? Hey, Emma. Wait, are you in New Zealand right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, next time can you please take me along for the ride? Also, aren't you supposed to be researching garden snails right now? Anyways, here are the jokes for this week. Number one. Hi, Earth Rangers. My name is Hugo. I live in Victoria, Australia. And this is my joke. Um, what do you call a bird that likes eating pie? A pied currawong. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. By the way, that's an Australian bird. Ha ha ha. <laughs> this joke is probably huge in Australia. Oh, okay, here comes joke number two. Hi, it's Maverick. What kind of key opens a banana? A monkey. <laughs> uh, way to go, Maverick. <clears throat> and here's number three. Hi, my name is Owen, and here's my joke. What did the judge say when the skunk walked into the courtroom. Odor in the court. Odor in the court? Oh, hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay. Back to you, Emma. <laughs> that was amazing. Thanks, Christina. Well, now it's up to you, dear listeners, to vote on which of these jokes is your favorite. Make sure to check out the show notes at earthrangers.com slash podcast to cast your vote. The winner will move on to the finals, and at the end of this season, we'll crown the grand winner. And if you think you know an even better animal joke, let's hear it. Click on the send us a message link to record your own. You have until the end of June to send in your joke to enter the competition. And get this, the person who submits the winning joke will get to win an amazing Earth Rangers prize pack, including an Earth Rangers t-shirt, a water bottle, a limited edition button set, and eternal bragging rights for having told the best animal joke of all time. Good luck! Well, Earth Rangers, we've had such an amazing time here today. But now I should get back home to my snail research. And who knows? Maybe with all of these fascinating creatures in mind, I can make garden snails sound interesting too. Hmm, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, how about the fact that they move at a speed of 45 meters an hour? No? Okay, okay, not so cool. But but how about their eyes? Did you know they sit on top of retractable tentacles? And that they also use their eyes to smell? That's something, right? Join me next time when we'll learn all about a super important mammal. One of the biggest in the world. That's right. We're going to be discovering all kinds of fun facts about rhinos. Until then, stay amazing and keep on ranging. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty Narrator here from the Who Smarted Podcast. 
Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Hey, animal lovers. Earth Ranger Emma here to tell you about my favorite app, the Earth Rangers app. By signing up for a free membership, you can access tons of fun content like daily animal trivia, puzzles, top 10 lists, and my podcast, of course. In the app, you can send me notes by commenting on the episode pages. I just love hearing from you. You can also complete environmental missions, do eco-friendly crafts, and help protect animals. And if you use the code Emma in the code vault, you'll earn 25 bonus points to help you level up. Download today, and I'll see you in the app.